Hi everyone, a massive warm welcome to today's Altcoin Bible. Always love these sessions on a Wednesday. I'm actually going to look at four crypto charts today, and that is Matic, Solana, Matisse, and Shiba Inu. I'll tell you why as I go through them. I'll also keep it a bit of a secret which ones are which until we get to the actual charts themselves. So if you're listening on the podcast today as well, uh, I will try my best to describe what is happening on the screen. Uh, but let's crack straight in because I'm going to show you a chart that I just absolutely love, and it is Matic. This one is Cherry Ripe. Now, it is uh, in my altcoin Bible in the Cherry Ripe category a lot lately. Matic has just been a strong, strong performer, showing relative strength. I really, really like it in that respect. And if you look at many, many other crypto charts right now, they do not uh, hold a candle to Matic's uh, I guess, positive trend, you could say, on the charts and how it's shaping up that strength. I can't really find too many that look as good as this. There are a couple of others, uh, but Matic is probably the most well-known crypto that I could find. Now, if I'm just looking at this chart, it is very clear to me that Matic uh, likely found that bottom in June. And ever since then, it has been creating those uh, higher highs and uh, higher lows, which is what you want to see. In recent times, though, it found a consolidation pattern after it almost ran into this red line up here, which is the 200 moving average on the daily. And ever since then, there's been that consolidation into this uh, descending triangle that you can just see here, the price has hit the top of that triangle, uh, down below, top, bang, bang, bang. So I always like to have three touches of each trend line uh, for the pattern to be validated in my eyes it's very subjective you may have your own way of, of doing this but you can very clearly see there's a, a bang on the top there another one there that's lower than the previous and then a third one that's lower than that one as well and on the bottom uh, you can see here the floor is quite clearly defined there was a breakthrough in september but matic rallied back above it uh, also came back down last week uh, on the 13th of october but it rallied back inside the triangle in what looks like a bit of a fake out a dip down to get a bit more liquidity then it ran back up, back above this blue line here, which runs right through the middle of the triangle, which is the 21 EMA. And what's important here is it's at around about the apex of the triangle, about 75% or more uh, into the triangle. Generally, we see that decisive move. And a lot of the times it, it has a way of whipsawing and cracking down below almost or above in a fake out to take out a lot of those derivative players who are long and short. So they're betting that the market's going to go up or, or betting the Matic's going to go up or down. They've got their, their stop losses and sell orders and, and buy orders all queued up and ready to go. Market makers will try and take advantage of that and wipe either side out, maybe both if possible. Um, you can see here very, very clearly it's, it's rallied above the 21. It's heavily bounced off that in this area here and broken up through the triangle. That is exactly what you want to see. Also, it took out the red line here. It's the 200 moving average. That is not a, uh, a level to sneeze at. That is really, really important because you can see Matic has tried to rally above it uh, many, many times previously and it has failed. The last time it was above it was actually back in February of this year. And that was pretty short-lived. That was very clearly, uh, not clear at the time, but clearly now that was in the throes of the bear market. A lot of the disbelief that people thought it was going to rally back above. So it retested here. That was a pretty strong short signal here to sell Matic, and now it's been traveling underneath it ever since. Right, so it's breaking up above the 200, and it's just coming into this really interesting area, which has a really strong uh, volume resistance. We see on the right-hand side, these volume bars, you can see here, this just indicates the amount of buy and sells that are essentially logged in that region. 
uh, that have been seen now or previous provides either support or resistance which price has to actually get through because a lot of traders investors are placing orders still there so i'm zooming in now i'm just having a look here while this has broken out of the triangle what we really want to see matic do here to confirm uh this breakout is probably just to come back I mean, it has retested the 200 here. Would not be surprised if it pulls back a little bit further uh, to around about, uh, about 84 cents uh, into this volume pocket here. Would love to see that if you're looking to enter here for either an investment position or maybe a trade. Uh, but to confirm this whole overall situation and, and if Matic is going to move up to maybe that next next area higher, which could either be up here about the uh, above $1 to about $1.16, $1.15, uh, if you really want to see it about that dollar thirty, it really wants to get above uh, ninety cents, and then we really should see some fireworks, and then above this previous high and um, psychological psychological resistance at a dollar. Like what the RSI is doing, it's gaining strength. It's making those very clear uh, higher highs. That's higher than the last, and those higher lows going really, really nice. So uh, love it. And as well, if we just put up the Fibonacci um, retracement signal overlay that on the price, uh, if you're listening here. Matic very clearly came back down to the point, uh, 0.5 retracement, so a full 50% retracement from this high. So this shows a lot of strength, to be honest, that Matic only made it to 0.5. A lot of these cryptos are now hovering down around that 0.786. That's where they're, they're going, and they look on very shaky ground. But this 0.5 is a really nice bounce back into the triangle, and ever since then, it's been creating this new nice trend. So Matic really wants to create a new higher high and a nice high low in this area. But uh, yeah, looking really, really nice, and that's my cherry ripe. So hopefully Matic can continue that uh, for all those um, Matic bulls out there. All right, now Matisse, this one is also in our portfolio, has been for a while. It's, it's one of the uh, more impressive layer twos out there, along with uh, Matic. You can debate whether Matic is actually a layer two or not, but they're in that similar category. And Matisse uh, has always been um, very front and center for us because it's in our portfolio and because it's a very strong fundamental driven layer uh, two. Uh, the price action has actually shown that as well. It can be quite volatile and it looks like it is trying to move back up based on some fundamental news that has come out recently. But it is one to watch in my eyes uh, after this move up to, uh, let's say from the, the June low up to say about $50, that's a 267% move. Ever since then, we've seen, uh, let's just bring up the Fibonacci it's at a 78%, so it's down uh, to the 0.786 on the Fibonacci retracement, so it's a 78% uh, give or take um, percentage pullback there. That's where you really want to see it. That's where you can really find value, 78% drawdown. That's where resistance or support generally comes in with new buyers getting very, very interested. And it was very clearly did on Matisse. So you can see the support, the volume coming in around that level. We had wick, 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 didn't quite touch it. And then in June, or sorry, last week, apologies, we wicked all the way down straight into the 0.786. Uh, so really, really good to see that. And Matisse is bouncing from here. And what I like here about Matisse, just as a wonder watch, is it is creating those um, higher highs and um, higher lows as well. So we saw on the 4th of October, it made about $29, pushing up to that $30 mark and this very heavy volume resistance above also the previous breakdown at the beginning of September. So all of this really adding up, then had a little bit more of a retracement back to the 21 moving average, had a little bit more of a plunge into liquidity, got bought up really strongly, you can see on that wick. And then we've had since then another rally above the 21, 25% rally back to $30. Couldn't quite crack the psychological levels 30, meaning we couldn't close above it. Now we're having a slight little pullback here. 
So what I would look at for an entry point, if you're keen to get on uh, Matisse, you could obviously aim for a bit lower uh, to these volume areas, $24, if it gets back here, and also the 21 uh, moving average at around about $25. Uh, but for me, $27 here on this little pullback around about this previous high. And if we draw a little fib from this low back to that 25% raise, we're now coming back to the 0.382 retracement and 0.5. So these areas all present really good value for me. Uh, there is a bit of a volume gap here, so I would not be surprised to see it come back to around about $25, but we will just wait and see. RSI also echoing that uh, momentum is picking up. If we saw this second wave up, which is higher than the last of a couple of weeks back, we saw that momentum on the RSI was actually lower than that previous peak. I bet get pretty concerned that that was a bearish divergence, but right now, looks like bulls have uh, followed through. We're also seeing on the uh, just the plain volume uh, indicator down below, we are seeing a couple of candles come in quite heavy uh, compared to what we've seen previously. So, and it's just fractional, it's not major, but we're seeing a, a large green candle there and also um, a red candle there come in. But volume is volume, that's what you want to see. And it is higher than what we've seen, uh, gee, ever since uh, August 25th of uh, this year. So yeah, a couple of things adding up, but one to watch still, really want to see it take out this level at $30 gets back on atop that and retest that for me is a bit of a long signal and then you can really start to look at these uh, these areas above you know $35 at around about uh, this breakdown level from this head and shoulders pattern and also the 200 moving average that red line there I think that's absolutely on the cards if not higher $47.50 uh, once this thing gets going but as always dependent on what happens with Bitcoin. Okay we're looking at Shiba Inu so I've got two danger zone cryptos that I just want to have a look at. Shiba Inu is on my uh, hit list this week, and it is a little bit um, iffy on, on whether it will actually break down. So I want to show you that, and then I want to show you another crypto which I'm more confident is going to break down. So uh, Shiba Inu is really having a hard time holding this, uh, gee, it's so many decimal places. But let's just say, for uh, argument's sake, it's 1014 level with many, many zeros in front of it. Uh, this is a key horizontal support level. It banged into this uh, all year, essentially back through June and also back towards May as well. Uh, you really don't want to lose it. I mean, we did lose it here last week in October. We had that plunge downwards into the CPI. That hit the 0.786. So again, you can see everything is gravitating back to the 0.786. If it gets to that level, but you know, belief uh, below, let's say, a thousand after the decimal places and ducks into the 947 area, a little bit in there, just underneath here, this to me looks like a pretty nice area to buy. And overall, you can see ships trying to move up. So that to me is good. It really wants to break this downward trend. See, whack, 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 whack. So uh, ship very much a bouncing ball, just getting lower and lower and lower, not even able to even hit the 21 this time. It looks like it wants to come down the 0.786 to get a bit more liquidity. But SHIB looking just in a little bit of a danger zone here, if it loses this support level, uh, could very easily fall 6% 6 to 7% down to the 0.786. But get very interested in these levels uh, because if we go back, you know, these kind of areas, the 0.786, always very heavily defended. And also it was the ceiling to this uh, real just choppy phase back in 2021. So whether it gets below on that, I'm not sure, but I think buyers get very, very interested in those areas. Now, despite uh, this, uh, I guess, danger zone that we're looking at on this chart, uh, be that as it may, it is still a crypto we are 
consciously adding to our crypto portfolio because we see that is in the longer run a larger mover in this market when retail participants participants return so um, if, as a longer term investor these prices are looking really really attractive but I, you know you wouldn't go too hard here nibble your feet 0.786 is probably that area where you find more maximum value and of course the market can continue to go lower with the macro situation but uh, yeah a few things really adding up for us uh, in terms of the future outlook for Shiba Inu uh, compared to something like a Dogecoin. And we do go through this in our, um, in our quarterly session as well. So make sure to watch that on why some of these cryptos uh, we are more bullish on for the future outlook uh, than right now. And it's very much having that, that forward-looking uh, investment thesis rather than getting caught up in the noise. Looking at the technicals like this can be super, super useful when you're allocating your uh, entry points and your sell points. Uh, we also want to have uh, one look on the fundamentals and what's coming in terms of roadmaps and what really carries uh, with narratives and retail participation, which we do see returning uh, at some point. All right, now, this is my main danger zone crypto, and that's Solana. It is a hugely popular crypto, and I think it's breaking down right now, uh, would you believe? But just looking at this, this is a really bad pattern to see. Uh, in a bear market or a bearish phase. This is a, a classic descending triangle. We're looking at Solana right now. You can just see, if we just zoom out just a, a fraction here, Solana, just how high it got in that peak uh, of 2021. Now, if you pulled out the Wall Street cheat sheet, it's almost following it uh, perfectly in terms of the psychology. You know, had the, the blow off top and now it's had the disbelief and then we're in anger and depression and now we're kind of in uh, boring, uh, and eventually we will get the disbelief where it runs back up again, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, here we go, Solana, in this pretty ugly phase where it looks like we're probably going to get one last uh, move to the downside uh, with that floor giving way. But just in a visual sense, you can see what I mean in terms of this beach ball um, just bouncing and losing steam each time it comes up and getting lower and lower and lower. You see the, the bounce down here in this nice low in June, which is you know, likely that the final over, who knows, uh, but it bounced back into this triangle, wick, wick into the top, to get a bit above, you would have caught a lot of FOMO buyers and that, and then reverses, comes back down, tests that for the, the bottom support, comes back up again, each time getting lower and lower and lower and lower, till we're in this little pocket here, and I was a bit concerned about Solana last week, uh, but it didn't actually break through, it, it actually rallied back into the triangle, which was interesting for me, and you would have got, if you were trading this, you probably would have thought, so, all right, maybe I'm going to stop out if this is a shorter term trade. Because it is back into the triangle, you really don't want to see something rally back in above uh, your know, support, then turn resistance, which it did. Uh, but then it's broken back underneath again. So it's playing with a lot of traders and emotions. So that's really interesting to me. But this here, the fact that it has now closed underneath the, uh, the just super key horizontal support again at around about that 30, that means something. This could very quickly run down and really flush out this wick, if not go towards the lower end, you know, the $26 where we saw the June lows, retest the area again. Uh, I might quickly just bring up the uh, Fibonacci tracement for 0.786 where that lies. I'm pretty sure it's actually breached that. Yeah. So another thing that's forming a tremendous amount of net resistance above because we're below the 0.786 and it's run back up and obviously it's fell back and eight again. So now it's running up as resistance again. That's not where you want to be because traders and investors look at this and go, all right, well, it's lost that key level. I'm going to look lower now. Uh, and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So we should see it uh, roll down. The RSI looks pretty tragic. It's trailing off with um, 
with momentum there. So yeah, Solana looks like it is breaking down, wants to find those lows. So 25, 26, and if we zoom right out that next area where volume should come in, are these wicks back in 21, down around that 22, uh, 21. But for me, Solana looks pretty obvious um, as a danger zone running down. And I think we highlighted Cardano was very, very similar before it fell, oh, I don't know, 20% really tested it looked very, very similar to this, to be honest, in a descending triangle and broke downwards. So generally descending triangles follow the trend. If you saw this in more of a, a bullish phase of the market with a lot of liquidity and retail participation, you likely could have a bit of a fake up the downside and then a run up and it's a breakout. Uh, but in bearish phases, it continues with the trend more often than not. So just keep that in mind. Solana is absolutely on my hit list. Uh, if you're an investor and buyer, these areas are going to look pretty juicy to you. Uh, but still pay attention to these technicals, because if you're thinking that Solana is going to reverse anytime soon, uh, it doesn't look too healthy uh, here on this chart. So uh, guys, hope you've enjoyed the Altcoin Bible this week. As always, I have an absolute blast. Uh, any questions or comments, please reach out. Be more than happy uh, to help with that. But uh, yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful day, a wonderful week, and we'll catch you again next time. Ta, bye.